sometimes it's like so, like not natural. Like when you were a kid, you would never have had a talk or discussion about the condition you were in. You know, you didn't have meetings about my childhood condition. I wasn't thinking about the next retreat or anything, or reading another book or whatever. <laughs> it was so natural, you don't know it. That's the cool thing about it. That's sort of what it gets like this. It's, it hasn't been produced. Yeah, it's not a production. It's not a, it's not a completion of a process. You don't work towards it. It doesn't even need your agreement, really, the voice in your head. It doesn't. It doesn't need anything. You don't have to be compliant. You don't have to be interested in it. <laughs> Actually, I think it's better when you're not interested in it, really. It's just, uh, it's just a, it's like a traveling lighter, and that's the message, really. And that's, while you're traveling lighter, that's how you appreciate traveling later. It's not like a topic you go and talk about. You appreciate it as it's happening. You're traveling later. Yeah, and that's and then in a way, the head is is funny because it's everything it wanted. It just doesn't look the way it wanted it to look. Yeah, it wanted itself to be in the in the picture. Yeah, you. You have the place, you have like the greatest vacation spot of all, but you're not in any of the pictures. Yeah, you're sort of like been taken out. You never were there. You know what I mean? There's no photoshopping going on. There's really an absence of what is really the activity of being a you. The activity of being a you is really a lot rooted in a lot of thought. Yeah? The thought process is the dominant uh, player. The body places doesn't even get close to having any importance. The body that we seem to be obsessed in or, or over is just uh, the conceptual idea of the body. We're not even engaged with the body. Yeah. But the head, the thinking. And so for the system to really be able to stretch itself out, it needs an object to be fixated on. Yeah. So it found this object, the body, and it gave it the... It gave it the anchor of all anchors, the name and the title of being me. Yeah? Now it just it fixates on this me, and it just moves it to other different places at different times. Yeah? So it has a past me, it has a future me, which is like a never-ending uh, source of thinking. Yeah? <laughs> and it has the past me, which it can be thought about any different way, based on the, the whimsical sense of the selfing at the moment. Yeah, so you can have a very lovely nostalgic hit of how great it was, and the same location in the same place, the next day can be seen as it was hell. It was living hell to be there. Yeah? It doesn't matter. It has no factual basis. It's just fixating on an object, thinking. Yeah, because it couldn't. If it recognized what it was, well, there's no way it can recognize it. It's just the system. But if there was, it has to have an object for the system to really get uh, amped up, yeah? Because the system is a system of thought and interpretation. So it needs an object to interpret, and it needs an object to think about. Yeah? If what we are isn't a noun, isn't locatable, isn't really a fixed 
stagnant, stationary, inherent being everywhere it's pictured. If that isn't the case, then really the, the mind, the conditional mind can't think about you. It can only think about you as cast as a body. It would have no reference or uh, weight if it was trying to think about you as a spirit. <laughs> it's an impossible, it would be, it would give up so quickly. But as a body, yeah, as an object, it can really think about, yeah. So you and I are thought about by this system as a body. And if you look at your thought system, if you just check it out, when it presents you somewhere else at some other time, what does it present you as? A body. Yeah? In other words, when it's thinking about you somewhere else at some other time than now, what is it thinking about you as? A body. Yeah? As a person or maybe a spirit or a soul in a body. But the body's in there somewhere. Yeah? The body is like its anchor. And then, and it doesn't matter, you can't take it any higher than that. That's the system's take on you. You're a body. Yeah. So if the mind isn't in its own nature of being reflective, but has been captured by an object that it's been reflecting, yeah? once it becomes captured by that, that whole system is based on you as a body. Yeah. So the idea of entertaining your own nature is seen as, I'm going to become spiritual. So when there's a, a movement of mind to entertain its own nature, the nature it's going to entertain is first and foremost a body, and then maybe it will entertain becoming spiritual with the hope that it will give you as a body an advantage that you haven't gotten with all the other things it's attempted to do. Yeah? But basically, it will never entertain that your nature is spirit, because it's already entertained that your nature is of a body, of a thing. Yeah? So... Every time we entertain no thing, we make it a something. Yeah? We have to, because that's the meat and potatoes of that system. It can't entertain a non-conceptual fact. Yeah? Everything is made conceptually. Yeah? Everything is made into a thing, an idea or a thought. And then it takes that to be what you are which is just a very distorted reflection. Yeah. All the while, uh, you know, for me, this would be a pretty good definition of love, that if there seems to be a problem, the solution is always available at all times, with no requirement necessary to meet it. Yeah. If there was a real problem, then to me, love could demonstrate this way, that the solution is always available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary to meet it. That would be pretty much love. Yeah. Seeing that there was a little dilemma, love just says, the invitation to leave this dilemma is always available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary. In other words, you can't, you don't have to fulfill any Conditions. That's all mind's projection, yeah? You are that. You are the nature which you're in the act of living in the denial of, basically. Yeah. And so the switch is immediate. It has no time involved in it. Because, in fact, there is no switch. You can't 
for, for there to be a switch, there would have had to been some kind of reality that you switch from to this other reality. What the whole message is, what's taken to be so, isn't so. So, if it is an imaginary problem, then what's the solution to it? The recognition that it's imaginary, yeah? If there's a recognition that it's imaginary, what more solution are you going to need to apply? Any solution applied to an imaginary problem that isn't seeing that it's imaginary is part and parcel of the problem, in a way, yeah? Because every solution reaffirms the reality of the problem. I need a real solution to this because it's a real problem. If it's not a real problem, there's no need for a real solution. That's the solution. <laughs> it doesn't take any time because there's no application of a solution to it. There's no process to change the problem into something more manageable. It's just a timeless solution, which is recognizing there isn't actually a real a problem. Yeah? The solution doesn't take any time to come to, because you're right there already. <laughs> it doesn't take a practice or a process. A practice and a process may uh, express it, may sort of amplify it, may put more emphasis on it, it could possibly do it, but none of it produces it, because it's an unproduced state. Yeah? It doesn't have a beginning, and doesn't have an end. So, you know, I don't know, maybe it does have a beginning or end. I have no idea. But this onness now seems to be all there is and all there ever has been. Everything else was just mental dancing over the surface. Because it's so clear, we don't see it as a thing. Yeah? We don't recognize it because we can't see it, hear it, feel it, taste it, touch it. Yet it's the context of all and every activity that's going on in it. Yeah? You can get an intimation of it. We do it all day. I would say that many of us were closer in a way to it, if you want to call it closer, when we were young. Yeah? We had a lot of, there was an immediacy to life, so there was no need to be planning, how can I better myself? Did you ever sit around planning how you could better yourself? When you were two years old, three years old? I don't remember having that activity. I, didn't, I don't remember like walking around my house and thinking my room was too small or I wish my mother would dress better or something, you know. She's a bad reflection on me. None of that seemed to be happening. All I know is like my mother would let me out and that would be it. And then she'd call me in to eat and I'd go home and then I'd be let out again. And then I'd come home and go to bed. Yes. <laughs> you know, and there wasn't that much thinking about what was going on. It's when introspection started, yes. The, system, the thought system started kicking in. And then what was just a potential become, became concrete. It was just a potential. Because that, that question of who am I was already answered by this mental process. It said it's me. You think you're practicing like a self-inquiry, who am I? The mental process did that a long time ago. It had a question... Hey, what's going on here? Who am I? And then it provided its own answer. Me! Me as a body. <laughs> that was the end of the inquiry. <laughs> Once that was in place, what happened? Now there's a fixed object. Yes? Something that's solid, that's slowly moving through something called time, and that can be fixated on. 
So really, self is really selfing. Yeah? The manifestation of self here isn't being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. It's thinking, thinking, thinking about being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. That's the fulfillment of selfing. The illusion of the noun just produces the object to be fixated over. And then the real selfing is the activity. Thinking, 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 thinking. About what? You. Or about a you called them. Yeah? It's not, it's, it's, it's achievement isn't the feeling of being a self. It's the activity. Yes? To produce that. You know how much juice to produce that seeming holographic appearance of you must take? And then to reinforce it? That's like selfing. That's like heaven for selfing. Because it's just doing it all day. All day, isn't it? You know when you wake up, isn't there a gap and then it starts up again? Fucking unbelievable. It's like you have 800 worker bees constantly, but the hive is the appearance of you. And all their honey, all their nectar is made, of, made from thinking about that little, ob- that little object. And then they live on the nectar, the nectar of you know, exquisite suffering as a self. Yeah? Fuck. Today I didn't think about much. I don't have any corral of the day. I have no idea if it was good or bad. I, have no, I can't quantify it. I can't sort of break it into pieces and go, oh, yes, I remember that. But what about all the thises that were around it, you know? It was just like, a, it's just a movement, like a, 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 like a movement in a concerto that never ends. It just keeps on going. You can't sit and go, oh, I really like that piece because another piece is being played. Yeah? You'd have to stop hearing the piece that's playing to start thinking about the piece that once was played. Yeah? It's like, it's like a never-ending, you know, it's like mu- musical chairs, but without any seat open. <laughs> you want to sit down and become something, but there's just a going and going and going and going and going. But it's so beautiful because you're the space of that, yeah? There is a stillness. You may want to say it's you. I don't like to call anything me, yeah? Because then it's the me that's calling it me. Yeah, so it's very tricky when you call yourself the one all all pervading energy. There's still a feeling of it's you being the one all pervading energy. I rather just see what I'm not and leave it at that. Yeah, just see what I'm not, and after a while, seeing what you're not, what gets emphasized is what you are more and more. Yeah, now you don't have to keep living and seeing what you're not because it's basically done its job. You're actually aware of seeing from what you are. Yeah, but in the beginning, it really worked in a way for me because I didn't like to start hearing about you know the eternal fucking sunlight of the spirit and and we're all one and everything like that because every time I heard that, I was hearing it as Paul. Yeah. Every time I heard a beautiful description of what it's like to live like a free-range, free-range lion, I was hearing with sheep ears. I had no freaking idea. So every time I heard it, the hearing of it just emphasized who was hearing it. It didn't matter how beautiful and sweet and clear it was. As soon as it was claimed, it was neutered. 
it didn't produce it didn't produce what I would imagine the effect of it is meant to sort of indicate. It wasn't doing that for me. But when I saw what I'm not, then what I would I would imagine that all that describing the beauty of everything was meant to sort of indicate. It, in this, it was indicated by just recognizing what I'm not. Yeah? And then taking it back to a point where there was no thing. There's no thing. Yeah. And then that's it. Now you have the sense of the movement, of verbing, but that sense is like stillness and it's a presence. It's strange. Right? It's like a continual, always no, no,